Hi, welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. My name is Jack Tester, I'm the President and CEO of Nexstar, and I have got the distinct pleasure to be sitting here today in the office of Frank Blau. I'm in West Dallas, Wisconsin. Me and several other founders of Nexstar, Dan Weltman, Jim Hamilton, Tom Kelly, and our videographer, Jake Franzen, have ventured here to Milwaukee to, to capture some information from Frank, and along the way we thought we'd have an, uh, an opportunity to do another Leadership Lounge and talk to Frank about an element of leadership, and what I'm going to talk to you about, Frank, is a subject near and dear to you, which is delegation and decentralizing authority in a business. And I've reflected on, I've heard you say those two words a bunch of times, and you told it to me early on when we were starting Nexstar. And I was in, when we started Nexstar, you were here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I was up in Minnesota as a first employee of Nexstar. And you had a real clear vision of what Nexstar should do back in those early days. And it would have been really easy for you to call me every day and tell me what to do. But that's not how it worked at, with you and me and Nexstar. Um, you decentralized authority to me. You delegated responsibility to me. But you didn't just leave it at that. You also worked really hard with me. And... and one of the things that I noticed that you did, Frank, was is that you would send me all kinds of articles to read. And you'd say, read this and I'll call you in 10 minutes. Or you'd call a bit and read it to me, more likely, right? So we spent a lot of time on the phone. Um, tell me why you did that, Frank. Why did you do it? Why did you, why did you groom me in that way? Well, I, re- I realized, uh, I, uh, first of all, your age very young person, but also realize you're an intelligent person and realize that you had been influenced to a certain degree in your previous job by the executive director that you were going to follow. I also told you another thing when I told, when I told you that you got to be able to delegate the centralized authority. And if you don't do these things, your ass is grass and I'm going to be the lawnmower. Do you remember me telling you that? I can remember it like it was yesterday, Frank. Yes, like yeah. it was yesterday. So, this, in my mind, is what it takes to grow an organization, create a successful organization, to find the intelligent people that are available. There's you know, two things have to be happen. Promise them a future. Promise them that they'll have the full company benefits, generous benefits. And you get these people and you teach them the same thing that I taught you, the delegation and decentralization of authority. I told my kids the same thing, no, the same lesson. As they were growing up, as you know, I got nine children, and as they were growing up to become teenagers, they asked me about their future careers. What should they be doing? And I'd say, well, what do you want to do? What do you think you want to be? And they'd say, well, and they respond, well, how about a doctor or a lawyer? I said, well, you would want to do that. Well, don't they make a lot, make a lot of money? I said, I think they make a lot of money, but I didn't know quite sure at that time because I didn't have the knowledge to be able to answer that question in terms of how much they made, but I made sure I did that before I presented seminars so I could use the comparison of people who protect the public health and safety and comfort of the nation and attorneys and things like that. So I said, the secret to making a lot of money, if that's what you're doing, what you got to do is create a business that your dad has. Remember, he's a licensed plumber. It's something that any, not everybody can do because it takes a license. 
So you're involved in, in a type of enterprise that makes it difficult for other people to, do a, to follow. Then you hire good people and you teach them how to decentralize authority and, uh, and operate the business. And if you do this, you'll make more money than doctors and lawyers because you've been living the experience that dad has had. Dad's got this 45-foot cruiser down at Tarpon Springs, Florida, and you kids have joined me when, with, mom, with mother uh, when school was out in June, and we lived aboard the boat for three or four months. I was gone. Your dad was away from the business, not only for three or four months, but it, occasionally at other times during the year. And in fact, you know this, that dad gave the business a supreme test to find out it was founded upon rock or sand by being away from the business for 11 months. Demanding a props and loss date would be in my dockside mailbox by 15 days of the previous month's business, which told me if the business was running smoothly, the ship was running smoothly. That happened. So I believe that you can enjoy a better life if you learn to do something this and become self-employed, because then you become a master of your own destiny. But the important thing to do is to choose very good people, like I have chosen Jack Tester, and taught him to decentralize authority and delegate authority. He delegates authority to all of his employees. And he knows if the employees, I hate to use the word employees, he likes to use the word associates, it sounds more professional, and if they fail, their ass is going to be grass too, and he's going to be long when life sees happen. With people that I thought were doing a, a, a reasonably good job, I'm not that close to it for sure. But it's no secret; it's all common sense. Everything I speak about through the years is common sense. But that has to be shared with people that don't have common sense. Very simply, people, new people that come in the next start. I asked them. It's, it's, I remember asking questions. Lisa had me uh, speak at this uh, the potential owners. And I remember there was about 10, 12 people around the table. And I asked each one of them, why are you considering joining Nexstar? And I'm looking for the correct answer that each individually would answer the question. I didn't hear the most important word. I said, let's have another round. There was a company in there that was a $20 million company. considering joining. And then I heard, as I listened closely, a younger contractor. He mentioned money. I said, did you just mention money? Is that the reason that you joined Nexstar? You're considering joining Nexstar because you're not making any money and you want to learn how? He says, exactly. Got the question, got the question answered, right? So what are you going to do? You know, I, I had only so much talk, time to talk, but uh, it was a very interesting round of questions that I asked potential members. Happy to say that Lisa informed me that they all joined and I had something to do with it, including this $20 million company. What the hell is he doing here as a $20 million company? It proves no matter how big the company is, if it's 2,000, 20,000, or 20 million. So does that answer your question, Well, Jack? it did a little bit, Frank, and, and a lot, actually, but I want to ask more specifically, when you say delegating and decentralizing, um, Bring it down a notch. What does that mean? That means that if you do that, you can you don't have to be present as the business operates. Like you weren't with Nexstar in the early days. Exactly. Okay. See, 
The only reason I was able to travel the country doing what I did, writing a monthly column for Plumbing Mechanical, took a lot of time. My company still operated smoothly and turned a profit. Why? Because I had people in place. When I was gone, a female that worked me started with me as a bookkeeper. She stayed with me for close to 30 years. I don't know if you remember Jean Perrin. 30 years. I put her in charge of the company, delegated her, and she had the responsibility. She was the one that prepared the profit and loss statements in a timely fashion. And then I put in charge and delegated to one of our mechanics, Frank Lant. And he was the one in charge of solving any problems that occurred in the, in the, in the field. And what I found out was that the business ran smoother without me there. When I came back from my hiatus of 11 months, I came back and I rewarded every one of them, cut a check for $1,000 as a reward, including the servicemen and all the gals. That's what you call delegating responsibility. You don't have, as Michael Gerber said many years ago, you, don't have to, you shouldn't have to be there. And the business will smooth. I believe that if I was in the business of purchasing businesses, one of the first things I, learned, I, I looked for to see if this company who's selling, let's say, a moderate profit or how well they had the company, company structure uh, established, delegation of authority, decentralized authority. If you don't have that, all you are is a, is a person chasing your tail. You don't have any quality time to think, to read, and so on and so forth. In my career, some of my best ideas I got when I was in that bathroom, sitting on the bathroom toilet. And I always made you. sure that I had a voice actuated tape recorder in my pocket, little mini. Oh, Lord. And when I got a thought, I'd record it right away, as opposed to a notebook. Then they come to this office at the end of the day and write the things down that I, I thought of. Because, you know, when you're a busy guy, you, you can't remember your ass from your elbow once in a while. So then I prioritized those ideas, put number one, two, three, four, and five. Then I'd work on them and create something new that affected the company in a positive fashion, not negative. Can I jump in here for a minute, Frank? Because I, I, I feel... One of the things that you told me early on is that you wanted to get me to think like you. You said that all the time. Did I? Yeah. I wanted you to think like me. Meaning that I could make good decisions in Minnesota without having to call you up and ask, right? But you just didn't say that and expect me to do it. That's where I got back to the beginning of this podcast where I talked about the time we spent together reading articles and me telling you what I thought, and you correcting me or adding to it. So there was, there was and I don't know that, that, that I got it at the time, but I get it now that you were spending, not just telling me what to do, but telling me why it's important. And so that when I encountered a situation and I needed to make a decision, without thinking about it, I was somewhat aligned with the way you would have thought. The reason I did this is because I wanted you to be me. Then I wouldn't have to be present. That's right. You, in effect, became Frank Blau. And I stayed out of your way. I was just taller and better And looking. I observed it. And I observed what's happening all the time. I stayed out of the way. Yeah. And I'm sitting back here. I say, by God, I chose the right person. When I think of Jack and almost hiring uh, Richard DeToma from New Jersey in New York, you know, I kept haunting me. I said, He's the guy. I made the right choice because he 
suddenly represented me, but appeared as a different human being. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, Frank, that for the folks listening to this, this podcast, it, you know, I didn't come to Nexstar with those abilities. I didn't think like you when I came to Nexstar. It was a time, it, and it wasn't a small amount of time, Frank. We spent a lot of time. You would call me all the time. And we would not talk about what I was doing at Nexstar. We would talk about bigger issues, and so I just I think the the the, the point I wanted to bring into that is I've reflected on those early days at Nexstar, and I reflect on your mentoring. It was very little about the business. It was very much about how to think, how to be a critical thinker, you know, how to how to be a leader, not about the day to day at Nexstar. Yeah. And then you left the day to day to me, but you made sure that I had a framework that was aligned with yours. And I'm going to say for the people listening to this, that isn't, you didn't send me away to a class to learn that. I had to spend quality time with you one-on-one. In our case, it was on the phone more than face-to-face, but it was still quality time over a period of not days or even months. It was over a period of, of several years where there was an intensive connection that we had early on. And I think the, the lesson I wanted to bring out of this podcast is that as we decentralize and delegate, decentralize authority and delegate responsibility, that it's more than just delegating. It's making sure that you're creating thought leaders that are aligned with the thinking that you have, not to make it identical, but to make sure that when they make those decisions, when you're on your boat or you're away, that those decisions are aligned with what you would have done should you be here. So that's the lesson I wanted to, to loop back on as I've reflected on, on the early days yeah. of Nexstar. In all the conversations that we've had, what I was doing was nurturing you, nurturing you, passing on my my brain power, knowledge, and all my all that to make it easier for you and quicker for you to develop into the person that you are today. It just didn't happen automatically. Right. There was right. a lot of conversation, as you a stated. Lot. And, it, it, and it didn't make sense to me at the time, Frank. No. But you had patience, and I would just encourage the people out there that are younger that it won't make sense right away either. It'll seem like it's like, what the hell is this old man calling me up for to, to read me an article at 5.30 in the afternoon when I want to go home? But it's good quality information, right, that yep. you need to go through, right? Yeah. So I encourage the people listening to act like Frank with their people and don't think like Jack did if you're one of those people. But you can't get a, you can't, I'm going to say that you can't delegate responsibility and decentralize authority if you don't do what you did, because otherwise they might do things wrong. Does that make sense? The reason, the reason I did this, my thinking was pretty thorough. I realized that you're coming from a job and the person that nurtured you, not very much. He was an executive director. He had stuff to do. So you're coming from a position of somebody telling you what to do. So what am I going to do with this guy that I put 100% faith in? How am I going to create a different person out of this person? Because now you're entering a different environment, a job that you never thought was going to happen. Right. So if the key is to nurture the people, don't force them slowly, slowly. And it's like putting the brass ring in their nose and pulling them along. And they don't realize they're being nurtured and they're being developed into a, a super leader. And a person that learned how to delegate and decentralize authority. Brass ring. And that's, that's what good. you had done. I felt like a 
Huh? Cow going to slaughter a few times, but yeah, I yeah. know what you're saying right now, right? That's right. <laughs> but no, but it's a good analogy because it, it, it's painful at the time, Frank. I will say this. Huh? There's a lot of times that that, that nurturing was painful. It was painful? Well, not all the time. Just probably 99% of it. But no, it was painful. Were there, no, any, I, were, were there any crises that occurred during any one of our conversations that you can recall? Crisis? Crisis, you know, all of a sudden. Well, there was some times we said, think again, Jack. You know, I give you so I, I'd read an article. You'd you'd ask me to read something, and I'd read it, and I'd reflect back to you, and you'd say, "Interesting, but there's more," or "Tell me more," or "Have you ever thought about this?" Right? So there, I wouldn't call them crises, but they weren't. You just didn't send me an article and say, "Read it and walk away." You'd say, "Read this article, tell me what you think," and then there'd be a conversation if I didn't draw out the lesson that you were looking. That's what I remember. So it wasn't a crisis. It wasn't you didn't berate me for it. You, you got passionate from time to time. Unfortunately, I was I 300, 300 miles away in Minnesota, and I thank God for that at that moment, right? So, but you were, just, you were just passionate. So I don't recall a bad experience from this. But I do, I'll say the other thing in de- delegating authority. I knew what the benefit of, it, of being a great executive director or president of Nexstar was. But I did know that lesson that you told me the very first time we met I can remember it. we were sitting at a bar in Atlanta, and you just started Nexstar, and you said, Jack, I have great faith and confidence in you to run Nexstar at a very high level, or Contractors 2000 at the time. But know that if you screw up, your ass is grass and I'm the lawnmower. And you said it kind of like a, it wasn't a joke, right? You were dead serious. And, I, and so I always knew, too, that I better listen because there would be hell to pay if I didn't, right? Mm-hmm. So that lesson was there too, right? As, I, as you delegated and decentralized authority, I better do this thing right because mm-hmm. it's not going to be pleasant if I don't. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and you were a mean SOB sometimes. I'll say that. So I remember that too. Yeah. I mean, you weren't out. Love. Was, uh, Jim Hamilton's in the room here. He said it's out of love. It was out of love, <laughs> like hugging a porcupine, but it was nice. So thank you for that, Frank. You're welcome. You, That's, uh, you know, all, all of this is common sense. You have to, you're going to put some per, person in leadership position. You know what, Frank? They, can, I, can I argue with you? It's common sense for you, but I'm, I'm telling you that, unfortunately, people delegate and then don't create thought leaders. And then they have problems. And then they say, I'm never going to delegate again. So it's not so simple as saying you've got to delegate and decentralize authority. You have to be thoughtful in what you're doing. And that's the purpose of this podcast, is to encourage people to continue to delegate and decentralize authority, otherwise they won't grow. But you've got to do it in a thoughtful way. And you've got to spend the time with those people to make sure they're aligned. Right? So I, I get excited about you're right this. right on the money. Because I've seen too many examples, and I've made those mistakes myself, by the way. Right? So. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Frank. Any parting, other, other final comments here on this Leadership Lounge? Put it there, my partner. There you my, go. My leader. There you go. Well, thank you very much for uh, listening to this latest uh, Leadership Lounge. We look forward to bringing you more of these, and it is really my pleasure to have been here in the office of where Nextstar started here in West Dallas, Wisconsin, with our dear founder, Frank Lau. So thank you very much. We'll catch you next time.